0: I'm joined now by RNZ Business Editor Giles Beckford. And Giles, it's time to spill the beans on supermarkets.
1: Kia to you, Ben. Yes, uh, I pardon your pun, but a new anti- or new whistleblow tool is being launched to help lift the lid on any anti-competitive behaviour in the grocery sector. The Commerce Commission says the online tool uses advanced data security and privacy. And it says it will allow people to remain anonymous, removing the risk of retaliation if people come forward with information. The Grocery Commissioner, Pierre van Heerden, explains why the new tool is needed.
0: I'm aware of situations where players in the sector, like suppliers, uh, have felt they're being mistreated or not being treated fairly in terms of the act. And they're scared of coming forward and concerned that they might be disadvantaged if it's known that they came forward. So we've launched this uh, tool to ensure that we can act on it and get information from anyone in the industry who feels that there are things that are happening which could hamper competition.
1: That's the Grocery Commissioner, Pierre van Heerden, and the tool can be accessed on the complaint page of the Commerce Commission website. A former financial advisor, Yuan Pock Paul Liu, has been sentenced to six months of community detention, 200 hours of community work and 12 months of intensive supervision for forgery and breaches of financial market rules. Lou pleaded guilty last September to a charge of forgery under the Crimes Act and four additional charges of using a forged document, providing financial services while unregistered, as well as failing to comply with Financial Market Authority orders. Lou forged a letter purporting to be from the Financial Market Authority, granting his company, Wisdom House Investment Partners, a full financial advice provider licence, which he then sent to clients. The Financial Markets Authority's Head of Enforcement, Margot Gatland, says Lou's conduct is a serious breach of the ethical standards expected of financial advisors and it undermines the integrity of the profession and financial markets. The Head of Advocacy at the Auckland-based Employers and Manufacturers Association, Alan MacDonald, is sceptical about yesterday's unemployment numbers, believing that they probably understate the weakness in the business sector says the association's advisory services were getting a lot of calls towards the end of last year looking for advice on restructuring and redundancies. Alan McDonald says the pressures of high costs and the slowing economy have caught up with many businesses, and that will mean job losses.
0: A lot of it you don't actually read about it because we're talking at the, the smaller to medium end of town where they don't attract the, the newspaper headlines and things like that. You know, it might be two or three staff a year or you know, ten or five staff a year. I think just looking at the the inquiries we're getting at the back end of the year, that ongoing uh, higher interest rates, that ongoing higher inflation, that pressure on forward orders... Uh, I think you're just going to see a, a pretty hard six months in the first six
1: months at least. Well, Alan McDonald says the migration surge has filled a lot of gaps in the jobs market, but firms are still having difficulty in finding skilled staff. For instance, finding a skilled operator who can actually teach an apprentice. And also, the migrants haven't been spread evenly through the country, leaving many businesses in some areas shorthanded. And staying with the economy, more signs of the slowdown. ANZ's monthly truckometer shows a pickup in activity in the light and heavy vehicle measures last month, but the growth in population is masking underlying softness. Now, the light traffic index, which gives a pointer on consumer demand over the next six months or so, was up just over half a percent uh, and is 1.7 percent higher than a year ago. Heavy traffic, which gives a steer on the broader economic activity, was up 2.7 for the month and is up uh, 2.3 percent for the year. NZ's chief economist Sharon Zonwell says the economy is, to use her transport analogy, running on flat tires. She says the increases in the indices are disguising the fact that the large migration gains means there are more people getting a smaller slice of the economic pie. Well, US technology giants have had a mixed bag of results over the past week. Facebook owner Meta Surged 20% uh, to a record high after reporting better than expected revenue and it declared its first ever dividend. While Amazon topped its earnings guidance and it gained nearly double digits as well. Apple uh, reported better sales, but it was down because there are concerns about uh, growth in the key China market. Well, investment strategist Dan Gerard of State Street Global Markets says there's a lot for investors to like about tech stocks this year. Tech has everything where we would everything we would want in this environment. We've got um,
0: pretty good rising sales. We've got profitability, margins protected, um, buybacks. We have pretty low um, debt levels and lots of cash flow. And in that space, I think that's what we're going to want to see more of as, as we start to get into some of these challenges that I think will be hitting uh,
1: um, most of the, the, the equity space as we uh, progress through this year. That's Dan Gerard of State Street Global Markets, and U.S. tech stocks are favourites with quite a few online traders in New Zealand. Let's see how the market more broadly is faring. I'm joined by Michael Grace of Jarden Securities. Kira, to you, Michael.
0: Good afternoon, Giles. How are you?
1: I'm well, thank you. What's the point? How is the local share market?
0: Well, after the first two hours of trading, the NZX Fifty is down 20 points, or 0.17 percent, to 11,930. This is in contrast to a strong close to the US market this morning, with the NASDAQ closing up almost 1%, and the S&P 500 closing up at an all-time high. But of today's movers locally, ANZ Group is leading the pack up 3.2% to $29.25, followed by Vital Healthcare Property, which is up 2.3% to $2.20, and A2 Milk, which is up 2.1% to $5.65. Conversely, Vita Group is down 1.8% to $1.08, and surcharge is down 2.4%
1: to $4.05. Australia's open 25 minutes or so. How are they looking?
0: They're faring a little better so far. The ASX 200 is up 29 points or 0.38% to 7,645 points shortly after the open. Of note today is AGL Energy, which is up 10% to $8.80 after posting a fourfold jump in its half-year profit. Also in the green is Cochlear, up 5.5% to 308 and Mervac is up 5% to $2.25. While at the bottom end of the table is a digital advertising company, REA Group, which is down 3.5% after reporting its half-year result. What's it looking like for the currency? The Kiwi is off yesterday's highs but remains above 61 US and is currently buying 61.09 US cents. Uh, 93.61 Australian cents, 48.35 British pence, 56.70 euro cents, 90.45 Japanese yen and
1: 4.39 Chinese yuan. Which leads us with interest rates, oil and gold?
0: The 90-day bank bill
1: is up three basis points to
0: 5.74%. Brent crude is at 79.43 a barrel and gold is at $2,000.35 US dollars an ounce.
1: Thank you very much. That's Michael Grace from Jordan Securities.